Now we join Mark Weber for the first full hour of Garden Talk. Good morning, Mark. How are you? I'm well. How are you? <laughs> Waking up. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. I, I heard. I thought, I know how he feels. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Been a long, 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 <laughs> long, 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 long week. Mm-hmm. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it is Memorial Day weekend, and there are some of us that are working today, (laughs) and we would love to hear your voices today as we begin the first hour of what will be three great hours of radio. And you know, the summer season is finally here, and in this weekend's edition of Garden Talk, we're going to be talking about how to manage water in your landscape. We're going to talk about how to water and irrigate your landscape efficiently, And we're also going to tell you ways that you can cut costs with your water bill. But also in this edition of Garden Talk, we're going to give you great advice about your lawn, your landscape, your trees, and so much more. On AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. The views and opinions expressed during this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cox Media Group Ohio. This is WHIO's consumer warrior, Clark Howard. Beware scam artists in Dayton. I'll find you out. This is WHIO meteorologist, Kirsty Zantini. If weather breaks this hour, we will break it. And you're listening to an Ask the Expert weekend on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. And a good Saturday morning to each and every one of you as we begin the first of what will be three great hours of radio right here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. And my name is Mark Weber and I have hosted this legendary broadcast for many, many, many years. In fact, I would love to help you at 457-1290. And in this edition of Garden Talk, we're going to be talking about a bunch of stuff. Um, I'm going to first say to all of you, we would like to hear whatever your voices may be at 457-1290. That's 457-1290. You can be part of Garden Talk. And uh, Javon is our executive producer extraordinaire. And uh, he would like to talk to you as well. And he would like to have you give us a call as we begin this morning's broadcast. Um, it's Memorial Day weekend. The month of May is slowly but surely winding down to a place that uh, will enter us into summer. Um, summer is a season of growth. Um, it is a su- it's a season of stress. It also is a season that um, can cause a lot of plants a lot of trouble. And it's also the season which if plants have everything that they need, they do really, really, really well. And so today we're going to be talking a lot about how to um, reduce the stress in your landscape. We're going to talk a lot about managing the landscape. We're going to talk about things that uh, we can do to help you be more successful. Um, and I would love to hear your voices today because everybody's got some type of stress in their life, may it be with work or within the frame of their landscape. And, um, I would like to help you have a much more stressful, stressless landscape as well. So whatever may be ailing your landscape, there is a open line for you. Um, As we begin this morning's program, if it's the first time that you have ever heard Garden Talk, good morning, and we're glad that uh, you are listening. Um, A little bit about myself, a little background that is. Um, I hold two degrees from a place you may have heard of before called the Ohio State University, um, where I ascertain uh, two degrees in horticulture. Um, I'm also designated by the International Society of Arboriculture as a board-certified master arborist. Um, there are certified arborists, and there's also board-certified master arborists, and I am one of the board-certified masters. Um, there's less than 2% of us that exist on the planet as far as uh, being holding the board certification, so it's quite a, quite a unique uh Uh, certification, but it's also one that comes with a lot of continued education and a lot of continued work and uh, kind of puts you at a level that's uh, unique and all to itself. 
Um, I'm also qualified in tree risk assessment. I spend a lot of my time figuring out why trees break and how they break. And I also will tell you that uh, I spend a lot of time helping people figure out what's wrong with your plants and what's wrong with your plants. And, and I spend my time assisting people with having a much better landscape than they would have had otherwise. So 457-1290 is the number of the dial if you would like to be part of this morning's broadcast. I would love to hear your voices today. And uh, I'm also part of a company called Mark Weber's Landscaping here in Dayton, Ohio. And um, today we're going to talk about a lot of stuff. Um, one thing that happens a lot this time of year in the landscape is water problems. And water is the essential of all plant life. In fact, without water, plants don't function and plants don't grow. Um, so managing how you water your landscape is going to be one of the key essential ingredients um, to reducing plant stress. Kind of think of it this way. Um, uh, the right amount of everything is better than the wrong amount of, any, of, of, of the same thing. So the, the, the kind of the same analogy goes with plants. Meaning that if you overwater a plant, you will cause it as much peril in many cases as if you um, underwater it. So, you know, water management is more than just having a sprinkler system and, and it automatically turning on every time um, you want it to. It's more about monitoring what the needs of your landscape are. So one thing that's going to come into play every season is there's parts of your landscape that may have water stress. And that water stress can lead to a number of problems that can cause for long-term decline in your landscape and, and actually increase the likelihood of diseases and insects and other um, biotic factors. And those are living factors that cause decline in your trees and shrubs. In fact, the vast majority of plant problems, you hear me right, the vast majority of plant problems can be, most cases, rooted back to some type of abiotic disorder, be it from drought or from overwatering or from um, exposure to a pesticide or cutting the roots. There's a number of different things that cause plants to have peril. But in most cases, not all, but most, it is related to some type of what they call abiotic influence. And one of the strongest abiotic influences on plants is drought, is too much water. So managing your water and managing the irrigation in your landscape is one of the key essential ingredients to plant health. And we're going to be talking a lot about how to measure water. Um, we're going to talk a lot about how to get efficient use of water. And, and when is it the best time to water? Um, a lot of folks think, well, I can water whenever I want. Well, actually, when you start getting into the kind of temperature ranges that we are facing over the next, oh, three to four days, it's going to be really critical that you water at the correct time. And we'll talk about that and a whole much more. Um, Javon, good morning. How are you? I'm doing fine. How about yourself, sir? Uh, I don't know. I'm, I can't. I, my way my body feels right now, I feel like I'm still on Monday. But <laughs> it's been a long week. Um, Javon, do you like to eat cherry tomatoes? I do. Now, when you eat your cherry tomatoes, do you like to eat them fresh? Do you like them cooked? How do you like to eat your cherry tomatoes? I really don't have a preference. I just eat them regardless of <laughs> how, how it's prepared. Do you like the red ones? Do you like the yellow ones? Do you like the pink ones? Do you like the purple ones? Do you like the green ones? Well, I've only had the red ones. Man, you got to live. I ain't living, man. <laughs> Would it not surprise you? Would it not surprise you that the first cherry tomatoes ever sold in the United States were yellow ones? No, it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, actually, 1921. <laughs> We're going to talk about in the in the garden kitchen today, cherry tomatoes. And uh, also today, Javon, we're going to talk about a really cool shrub that's in bloom right now called the mock orange. 
And a lot of people struggle with mock orange, trying to figure out how to get it to bloom or not. And we're going to talk about why mock orange has such a variability in bloom. And uh, we're going to take your phone calls today at 457-1290. That's 457-1290, where we're happy to help you with whatever is going on in your gardening world as well. Well, so folks, when we come back, we'll be taking your calls, 457-1290. We'll give you some useful tips to make your hardy mums bloom very nicely into the fall season because a real critical pruning time is coming up. We'll talk about that right after this on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. The Miami Valley's only radio station for 24-hour breaking news, weather, and traffic. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Hi, this is Larry Hanskin. My pillow has been a life changer for me for over two and a half years. I've been telling you about how my pillow has helped me fall asleep so much faster and stay asleep. Best sleep I have had in years. And as excited as I am about what a difference it's made in my life, I am also excited to hear so many of you have made that change as well to my pillow. It's very gratifying. I ran into people all the time. It was just this past week. A total stranger came up to me and wanted to talk about my pillow, and he was excited about how it had changed his life and how he's sleeping better than ever. So if you've not made the change yourself, what are you waiting for? Go to MyPillow.com and take advantage of a great deal right now. It's the two-pack special where you enter the promo code WHIO. You're going to get two MyPillow premium pillows for a low price and free shipping. You can also call 1-800-320-1481, ask for the two-pack special, and make sure you use the promo code WHIO. Hi, I'm Terry Anderson from Brookhaven Retirement Community. We know you have many options for retirement living in the area. We would like to show you why Brookhaven is retirement living at its best. Please join us Thursday, May 31st at 10 a.m. for tours of our beautiful campus along with lunch, all complimentary. You must pre-register and there will be a limited availability. So call today to reserve your spot, 937-833-4006. Brookhaven Retirement Community, expect to be impressed. When you look at your trees, do you see dead or hanging branches? Are leaves turning yellow or falling off? If your trees don't look healthy or if you're worried that they may be unsafe, Call the tree care professionals at Arbor Experts, a locally owned and operated tree care company staffed with ISA certified arborists serving Greater Dayton. Visit their website at arbor-experts.com or call them at 937-233-4118. That's Arbor Experts at 233-4118. I've been active up until that old football injury flared up. Prescription pills helped the pain but did nothing for healing. And how do I know if I'm healing if the painkillers are masking what's going on in my body? My doctor suggested an alternative. He said maybe yoga, exercise, even massage. My alternative is physical therapy. Ask your doctor about alternatives to painkillers. Envision Partnerships reminds you that possible side effects may include better health and well-being, mood enhancement, positive relationships, community involvement, and improved mobility and strength. Join WHIO Radio for 24 hours of on-air coverage of June 1st, the longest day. We'll raise funds to fight an awareness of Alzheimer's. Right here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Our special broadcast day is sponsored by LifePlan Financial Group and Symphony at Centerville. That was short. 457-1290 is the number of the dollar. If you would like to be part of this morning's broadcast, we have an open line for you. Let's head, uh, just, let's, it's too, I'm wake up, wake up, wake up, Mark. Let's check out the updated weather forecast from News Center 7. You may see a few passing sprinkles early this morning, otherwise just partly sunny skies. Temperatures will climb to about 84 degrees this afternoon. Scattered showers and thunderstorms expected to develop. Severe threat not anticipated, but heavy rain, gusty winds, and lightning would be something to look out for. Later on tonight, we'll watch everything coming to an end and clouds will stick with us. We fall to about 67 degrees. For your day tomorrow, partly sunny, hot and humid, 89 degrees, an isolated pop-up storm possible. Heat index values are what it will feel like in the low 90s. I'm meteorologist McCall Vrydags on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Mark, wake up. Scan of the new live Doppler HD7 radar shows the just overcast sky conditions. There appears to be a few little pop-up uh, showers up in 
Wapakoneta on the station that you depend on for weather, traffic, and garden talk. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. When the Miami Valley gets hit with breaking news, severe weather, or traffic tie-ups, depend on us for up-to-the-minute information. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to Garden Talk on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. And coming up here at the bottom of the hour, we're going to go in the garden with a weekly tip to uh, help your garden grow. And uh, we're looking really forward to helping you today at 457-1290. In a little bit, I'm going to talk to a caller, but first I want to share with all of you that the time in which it is to pinch back your mums um, is now. Um, keep in mind that the hardy mums that you have in your landscape are perennials. They have by now most likely germinate, have grown out of the soil, and they're probably maybe about six to 10 inches tall, maybe 12, who knows. But uh, it's the time to come along and pinch them off. Basically, you want to remove all of the foliage, about 50% down toward the soil line. And by doing so, you will generate a plant that's bushier and fuller. And you're going to do that one more time right around the 4th of July. And if you do so, you'll end up with a big full mum that will bloom most likely by August or early September, depending on the variety. Let's head to the telephone lines at 457-1290. And let's go talk to Barbara. Barbara, good morning and uh, welcome to Garden Talk. Good morning, Mark. I have two trees that I'm having issues with. One is an eastern red cedar that I think had cedar apple rust. Okay. Had big orange slimy balls. Yeah, you, you thought you thought you were being uh, invaded, invaded, weren't you? <laughs> it's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, that's an interesting uh, organism in many, many ways. But go ahead with your next question. So I'm wondering if that's a danger. And then I've got a weeping willow that has been growing vigorously down near a pond far away from the house and it was beautiful and then all of a sudden all the leaves are turning brown okay well let's first talk about the cedar or the or the juniper what you uh, the virginia cedar is really um a, a, a juniper okay mm-hmm. um it's not really a true cedar so let's be be clear with that Um, what you're seeing is this glob and it kind of looks like a big orange glob. And that's the way I can describe it. Some of these things can get monstrous on, on plants. And, and this is a, uh, a fungus. Let's be clear. This is a fungus and it moves between two hosts. One is, is the cedar tree or the juniper plant and the apple that are maybe, or there may also be another one that is the cedar apple and there's a cedar hawthorn rust, okay? Both of these rust organisms live between the cedar slash juniper and in the case of apples with apples nearby or in the case of hawthorn with hawthorn nearby. Um, either organism, either fungus really poses no physical harm no biological harm um, to any of its any of the host, okay? Okay. Um, and there's nothing for you to really get worried about. There's really no reason to spray. Um, and there's nothing. It's just one of those flukes of nature. Now, the way you can manage it is if you are, are, are you that anal that you want to manage it, then you remove one of the hosts that are nearby and uh, not worry about it. In my case, I think they're hilarious to find. Um, in my office, I have employees who collect them and bring them in to see who's got the biggest one. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and for all of you that are listening and wonder what we're talking about, this is an, uh, an organism that when it's in flower, it looks like about the, it can be about the size of the palm of your hand. It has these big orange-like tentacles that produce out through, and it actually creates kind of a giant gall. And uh, they are quite large, and uh, they are quite, when you first time you see them, you think to yourself, oh my gosh. Um, but uh, they really pose no harm to the plant, and I don't want you to ever worry about it. It's one of those things in life that uh, I guess is one of the, one of the joys of summer, but at the same time, if you show them the kids, kids go, wow, that is so cool. So, okay. 
Yep. All right. I hope I helped you, okay? Yes, very much. Thanks. And on your willow, tell me what the willow's doing. Is it like dying back or what? I mean, trying to describe the symptomology to me. The leaves were all green. The branches were reaching the ground to where I have to push them out of the way to mow. Okay. And now all of a sudden, it's like they're all breaking off the... and within a couple weeks time how old is the plant oh it's probably only four or five years but the trunk is now at least um a foot across okay well let me give you some advice about willows willows belong to the genus what they call salix that's s-a-l-i-x and these are trees that have really strong um desire to grow rapidly okay They're not really good at compartmentalizing and managing decay and not really good at managing disease and insect issues. They would rather grow themselves out of a problem with more more vegetation than, than deal with it internally. So one of the best management strategies to deal with any type of a weeping willow or willow plant is pruning and aggressive pruning. Um, I will tell you that clients that I have had and still have Uh, We prune their weeping willows every three to five years. And we're real aggressive with the pruning. So aggressive aggressive meaning that that we're removing at least 33%, sometimes more, of the active vegetation. And we're trying to structure prune and generate lots and lots of new growth. Because willow will return you lots and lots of new growth with pruning. And it is a really great way to keep it looking fresh, but it also removes a lot of those cankers and stuff like that that form in the branches. Because probably what you've got is some cankering that's going on related to just the species. So, yeah, I think you can prune your way out of the problem with this one, Barbara. Okay? Great. Thank you And you can do that today without a bit of trouble. Barbara, thanks for listening to Garden Talk. Have a great Memorial Day weekend on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Dayton and Springfield Station for 24-hour news, weather, and traffic. And our Ask the Expert weekends. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. This is the station Dayton turns to first for live team coverage of breaking news. WHIO Dayton Springfield. Your news starts now. Depend on it. 6.30, I'm John Tisdale with the WHIO News Update, our top local story. If you've got outdoor plans during this Memorial Day weekend, it's going to be humid with a chance of showers. Does that mean you got to cancel any outdoor activities? Tracking the chances for some thunderstorms to start your holiday weekend. I'm meteorologist McCall Vrydags. Your exclusive WHIO forecast is coming up. At WHIO Triple T in traffic, we're looking at very good driving conditions on the freeways here on this Saturday morning. If you're traveling on westbound 70 from 675, that 11-mile drive to Interstate 75, it's going to take you about 10 minutes point to point. Top story, if you got any outdoor plans on this Memorial Day weekend, it's going to be humid with a chance of showers throughout uh, all three days. Storm Center 7 meteorologist McCall Vrydex tells us to keep an eye to the sky and also has this advice if you're going to be outdoors. Well, we have a very high UV index throughout the weekend. That means you could develop a sunburn quickly if you're not protecting yourself. Light-colored clothing, a hat, sunglasses, and sunblock all suggested. Sunblock of at least SPF 30 or higher. McCall has the full forecast coming up in just minutes. A Dayton man is identified as the victim of a fiery crash in Trotwood. Montgomery County Coroner's Office says 35-year-old Antoine Swain was pulled from the wreckage on Little Richmond Road early Friday morning. WHO's Ron Otto says cops are still working to find out how the crash happened. A mother delayed reporting her daughter being shot by her son in hopes to keep guns. A social worker says the Ohio mother of an eight-year-old boy who repeatedly shot his four-year-old sister delayed reporting it and seeking medical help because she was afraid they would lose their firearms that they used to hunt for food. The mother, Alyssa Edwards, has pleaded not guilty to child endangering and evidence tampering charges. WHO's Damian Burr's prosecutors aren't charging the boy due to his age. Fortunately, his sister is recovering. Well, good news, Cavs fans. The Cleveland Cavaliers season, not done yet. Now drives, foul, shots good, and one. 46 points. And the Cavs have forced a game seven. 
That was Mike Green with a call on ESPN last night as the Cavs beat the Celtics 109-99. Game 7 will be tomorrow night in Boston in the Eastern Conference Finals. Now your exclusive WHIO Storm Center 7 forecast. You may see a few passing sprinkles early this morning, otherwise just partly sunny skies. Temperatures will climb to about 84 degrees this afternoon. Scattered showers and thunderstorms expected to develop. Severe threat not anticipated, but heavy rain, gusty winds, and lightning would be something to look out for. Later on tonight, we'll watch everything coming to an end, and clouds will stick with us. We fall to about 67 degrees. For your day tomorrow, partly sunny, hot, and humid, 89 degrees an isolated pop-up storm possible. Heat index values are what it will feel like in the low 90s. I'm meteorologist McCall Vrydags on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Latest scan of the live Doppler 7 HD radar showing some light rain uh, mainly to the north of uh, I-70. This is in northern Logan County, north of Bell Fountain. Also some light showers mainly in eastern Dark County, just to the east of uh, Greenville. It is currently 68 degrees in Beaver Creek, 60 67 degrees in Springfield and 71 degrees in Dayton at 634. If news breaks, we break in immediately. I'm John Tisdale on Dayton's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Depend on it. Find new roads to savings at Dave Kale Chevrolet and Chevy Trucks. The intersection of Routes 4 and 29 in Mechanicsburg is the place you'll find dependable transportation. Great deals, no doubt, every day. For a young family member driving to and from school, for a person who spends a lot of time working on the road, or a parent who doubles as a shuttle service, you'll always find a great deal at Dave Kale Chevrolet and Chevy Trucks. Come see us and discover our big city selection of trucks, cars, vans, and SUVs. Dave Kale specializes in hard-to-find trucks. Think spring. Think comfortable driving. Dave says you'll always get a warm reception at his dealership. We urge you to take the easy country drive where you'll find no hassles, minimum time at the dealership, plus our great selection of GM-certified used vehicles. Find new roads to Dave Kale Chevrolet and Chevy Trucks, routes 4 and 29 in Mechanicsburg. Visit their website, DaveKehlChevrolet.com. Call 1-800-886-1000 to get started. For over 30 years, the place to save is Dave Kale Chevrolet. When you look at your trees, do you see dead or hanging branches? Are leaves turning yellow or falling off? If your trees don't look healthy or if you're worried that they may be unsafe, call the tree care professionals at Arbor Experts, a locally owned and operated tree care company staffed with ISA certified arborists serving Greater Dayton. Visit their website at arbor-experts.com or call them at 937-233-4118. That's Arbor Experts at 233-4118. This is WHIO's Clark Howard. I save you money, and the gang at WHIO work hard to bring you live breaking weather, traffic, and news right here. WHIO. You're listening to Garden Talk on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Now it's time to go into the garden with Mark Weber, a weekly tip to help your garden grow. You know, yesterday I smelt this plant and I was so pleasantly surprised by it. It's just beautiful, beautiful fragrance. And it's a plant that I will tell you that brings a lot of good memories back to me. And it is called Mock Orange. But Mock Orange for many is a shrub that brings a lot of, uh, let's just say, irritation. You know, mock orange is a fragrant white flowering shrub that's used for border planting, screen plantings, and so many more. It's very adaptable to our soils here in Ohio. In fact, mock orange performs best in moist, well-drained soils and even wet soils with poor drainage should be avoided. But best blooms occur on mock oranges that are planted in full sun. In fact, this is a plant that regular rejuvenation pruning will encourage it to produce the most spectacular flowers ever. However, the hardiness among mock oranges varies and important to select certain cultivars that are hardy enough to survive our winters. In fact, most mock oranges used in Ohio are hybrids, and that's where they are crossed with the European type, with the native types of the southern portions of the United States. In fact, some of the first mock oranges that have ever been seen by us human beings were by Lewis and Clark. 
because there is a native mock orange that resides in the areas of Alberta, British Columbia, Washington, Oregon, Idaho, Montana, and California. And these are the sweet mock oranges that provide the most fragrant flowers with very small leaves. Be sure that you pick varieties that are hardy for this part of the United States. And if you do so, you will be graced with absolute stunning color and stunning fragrance for your mock orange. You've been into the garden with Mark Weber. Phone lines are open for your gardening questions. Call Mark now at 457-1290. Here's the gardening guru, Mark Weber, on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. 457-1290 is the number of the dial. If you would like to be part of this morning's broadcast, there is an open line for you. And uh, if you've got a question about your lawn... Your landscape, your trees, your tomatoes, your tomatoes, your peppers, your eggplant. Javon, I got the report. I have my first pepper forming on my pepper plants. (laughs) And I have to tell you else, Javon, guess what we're going to eat on Sunday or Monday? What are you going to guess? What are we going to pick from the Weber Garden on Sunday or Monday? I don't know. (laughs) You don't know? Radishes. Okay. Yeah. So what are you gonna have? What are you gonna eat on Memorial Day, Javon? I'm quite unsure right now. I know I got some ribs in the fri- freezer. Um, I got a brisket in the freezer. I don't know. What, what do you else. do with your brisket? I must know. Say that again. What do you do with your brisket? I'm not cooking this month. <laughs> I'm on strike. Who who cooks the brisket at your house? Uh, actually, my girlfriend's gonna do it this year. Okay. So okay. So. You, do you smoke it or what do you do with it? We just um, dry rub it and throw it on the grill. Oh, good. Yeah, we're gonna we're we're, we're gonna do brisket. We're gonna do brisket uh, with uh, with an enchilada sauce. That sounds good. <laughs> I know. My wife told me this last night. Like, yeah, that sounds amazing. Four five seven twelve ninety. I'll tell you what, Javon. Let's have some fun today. Um, let's encourage all our callers to talk about what they're going to eat for Memorial Day. <laughs> Okay, let's just say anybody wants to call us today at 457-1290. We want to hear, are you going to have hot dogs, hamburgers? Are you going to have steak? Are you going to have ribs? Are you going to have brisket? Are you, what are you going to have? Maybe brats or mets. 457-1290, what is going to be your food of the weekend? What are you going to eat for Memorial Day? 457-1290-457-1290. I'd love to hear your voices on this. I always like to talk about food. (laughs) It always makes me feel good. At least I get to talk about food instead of eating it because I'm always hungry on this on Saturday mornings when I get out of bed and do this show. Um, I also want to talk a little bit about uh, mowing your lawn in the month of uh, May and June and into the summer months. Um, Keep in mind that the best defense of your lawn against the hot summer sun is a tall lawn. You hear me right. Um, The best defense of your lawn is a big, long, great blade of grass. So it may be tempting to cut your grass short. And I would forewarn you that is a good way to damage a lot of your lawn's landscape. So mowing your lawn tall will encourage more root development, and it will also decrease weed issues. So um, so varieties of um, turf-type tall fescue, you want to be mowing your lawn at about three inches in height, maybe slightly higher. And it's for blue Kentucky bluegrass, no cor- no shorter than two and three quarter inches in height. And by doing so, you will reduce the amount of stress on your turf and also encourage the, t- the turf to have a very deep root system. Keep in mind as well that when you mow your yard, you need to reverse the direction in which you mow each and every time, meaning if you mow north to south this time of day and then next week or the week after when you mow, you mow east to west. Four five seven twelve ninety. That's four five seven twelve ninety. And Javon, let's go into the garden kitchen. 
You're listening to Garden Talk with Mark Weber on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Now it's time to go into the garden kitchen with Mark Weber, a weekly tip to improve your kitchen table. This week's In the Garden Kitchen is a really great little tomato called the cherry tomato. Now this is an interesting uh, vegetable that's actually a fruit. Um, it's a small, rounded, fruited tomato that has what they call intermediate gemet- genetics, which means it tends to grow in bloom and grow in bloom and grow in bloom. In fact, it's classified as a wild current type of tomato. And it was domesticated for the sheer importance of producing these very small golf ball size or smaller um, tomatoes. They can range from um, the color of, they could be spherical. They can be round. They can be oblong. Um, Although they're usually red, there are other varieties such as yellow and green and black also um, exist. Um, I will tell you that I love to snack on them. They are just a a delight to just pop in your mouth and and bite into. Um, What I also will share with you, many times you may see the oblong ones sold as grape tomatoes when they're really all, all they really are are the cherry tomato. The berry-like fruit botanically is a cultivated berry. This cherry tomato is believed to go back as far back as into the Aztec period in Mexico, at least to the 15th century. The first tomatoes cultivated in Europe around the 16th century were known and sold as yellow cherry tomatoes. And cherry tomatoes have been popular in the United States since the year 1919. And there's recipes dating back all the way back into the 1960s that talk about the wonderful flavors of cherry tomatoes. I will tell you from a growing standpoint, these things grow like weeds. Make sure that you got plenty of space. You're going to do staking or caging with them. Um, if you don't, you will have a tomato plant that's probably going to be 8 by 8 in width and, width and uh, length. So make sure you do a little staking and training and tying. And enjoy, and by the way, Javon, I've already picked my first cherry tomatoes of the year. And they are delicious. On AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. You've been into the Garden Kitchen with Mark Weber. Phone lines are open for your questions now. 457-1290. Here's the garden guru, Mark Weber, on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. 457-1290, that's 457-1290. Richmond Pearson, our resident uh, horticulturalist, gives us a call every week here on Garden Talk. Just blogged me at gardentalkblog.com that he has planted some black cherry tomatoes as well as a new variety called Snow White, which ought to be an interesting one at that. We'll be talking to Rich here shortly. And along with that as well, we would love to hear from you. What are you going to have for Memorial Day? What's going to be on your barbecue menu? Um, I'm going to tell you what, we got lots of goody stuff at the at the Weber household. Um, but we're going to do a brisket enchilada. <laughs> Four, five, seven, twelve, ninety. If you'd like to be part of Garden Talk, we have an open line for you. And I also want to share with you that uh, for anybody that is in the greens industry, um, coming up on, let me get the dates right on this, June the 21st, we are doing a very special two-hour event on wood decay and the risk implications to trees. We're going to be talking about wood decay, how it affects trees, conifers, as well as angiosperms. And uh, this event, you can sign up at the Ohio Chapter ISA um, there is a $20 fee for it that all those proceeds go to the Ohio Chapters Education Fund, which goes to a good cause. Let's head to the telephone lines. Let's go talk to our good friend, Rister Richmond Pearson. Good morning, Richmond. Good morning, Mark. How are you? <laughs> I, am f- I am fledgling in carbohydrate storage this morning, sir. Doing just fine. <laughs> so did you learn anything about carbohydrate? What's that? I said it has a different effect on humans. I know, I know. But did you learn anything about carbohydrates in trees this week? I did. Pretty interesting um, I stuff, would, I think, don't you? Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, and, you know, a lot of it is common sense, and a lot of it just kind of explains this. Well, it presents the science behind 
what that common sense is about, you know, leaves and the ratio of your leaf canopy and how important that is and, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, the importance of roots to that. Story. And, you know, I, I, I think it's it's one of those things where sometimes we, we, we in the industry tend to think that all plants um, – are created equal and they do all these magical things and they don't have times when they're in bad shape and times when they're in good shape. And when you start thinking about it in, 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 in storage capacity, like I, you know, taught in this class that every branch of every tree has its own ability to support that branch. But uh, the whole key is to produce more energy or more carbohydrates beyond what that one branch does so that you can create a big, quote unquote, reservoir of energy supply to deal with diseases and insects and construction damage and a whole bunch of other stuff that goes right or wrong. And uh, Mm -hmm. carbohydrate testing is a really good way to figure all that out. And uh, this week you wrote a marvelous little blog piece called Memorial Day Holiday and the Garden. So please expound. Well, I think it's important first that we not lose the true meaning of this holiday. uh, It's to honor all men and women who have died serving in the U.S. military. Right. Uh, And it was originally known as Decoration Day originating in the years following the Civil War, and it actually became a federal holiday in 1971. That said, it has morphed, as all of our holidays do, into, you know, shopping and traveling and and barbecues and and recreation, but I I think it's important that we not lose the reason for the holiday. And to that end, (laughs) and the gardening part of it, is this really is also recognized as like this big last push to get everything in the garden before summer. And so my purpose was to present some some hints and tips to have people be successful in that planting so that what they're doing is going, you know, in on this holiday will result in something that can truly honor the intent of the holiday. Right. Wrapped all that together in nice green wrapping paper, didn't I? <laughs> and as you segued earlier in the program, um, one of the biggest questions we we get is about watering. Yeah. And it's not terribly complicated. Uh, a good green rule of thumb is the equivalent of one inch of rainfall every week. If you need to know what, if you're getting an inch of rainfall from, say, an irrigation system, take a cat food can or a tuna fish can, rinsed out, of course. Right. And just set it in the bed. And when it fills up, you have about an inch of water. And if your system is not producing that in one cycle in your garden bed, then you need to adjust your your controller. And it's better to have less frequent once a week uh, applications of that much water than it is to have several lighter applications. And and ladies and and gentlemen, what what Rich is telling you is that if you have an automatic irrigation system unautomatic it <laughs> start <laughs> off turn go. off the turn off the timer and physically turn on the water yourself when the landscape needs it in other words you don't want to water every day and i know irrigation guys get mad at me when i talk about this but frankly you don't need to water your lawn every day because all you do is by doing that is create this artificially shallow root system that long-term is not going to be sustainable to manage your lawn and particularly the trees and the shrubs. So if you're watering every day, folks, you're wasting your money and you're also ruining your plant's root system. Was that strong enough, Rich? That works. Yeah, you're really good for uh, (laughs) driving the nail home there. I am. I am. I know. We talked about that too on Thursday, didn't we? Yes, we did. (laughs) But go on, uh, sir. That's, and that's great for the herbaceous layer. Um, what we have a lot of questions with is is the planting trees and shrubs. They require that same amount of water, but it's sometimes if they're remote from bed, folks forget about them. They don't want to drag a hose all the way out there. Uh, or maybe it's a, a, a screen planting of arborvitae. 
And I've seen a lot of arborvitae fail, and I believe it's because they haven't been adequately watered. Mm-hmm. So what I suggest to folks, and they, they get the, you can just see the light bulb come on, but yep. save them money doing this. Rich, I must go. Just, Hang on, the, hold on the line for a moment, sir. We'll be right back after this, okay? Okay. All, right. okay? All right. Listen to the good music, sir. 457-1290 on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. It's our Ask the Experts weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather and traffic. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Hi, this is Larry Hanskin with Richard Herbs of Keller Williams Hometown Realty. Richard, are we still in a pretty robust market here locally? Absolutely. Last year, we had really great sales figures, and this year, sales prices are continuing to rise. Now, if folks are looking to get into the market and sell their home, should they then wait to see just how high prices can go? Well, I wouldn't wait because if you do, you could be left out. Inventory is at almost historic lows right now, and there is a lot of demand. All right. So how does the process begin? What if someone wants to put their home on the market? Call me at 477-1411. Now, you've also got an interactive website. What can both buyers and sellers find there? Well, they'll be able to find helpful tips on looking for a home and selling a home, and also search for homes that are currently on the market. Okay, I can spot a winner when I see one. Richard Herbst of Keller Williams Hometown Realty. That website again? That's teamherbst.com, T-E-A-M-H-E-R-B-S-T.com. And the phone number? 477-1411. Hi, I'm Danielle from Burns Garden Center, where we've been growing healthy plants right here in the Miami Valley for three generations. Decorate your patio and decks for Memorial Day with amazing eye-popping plants and flowers from Burns. Our hearty plants and flowers will give you a whole summer of happiness. This weekend, only at Burns, gorgeous hanging baskets for just $10. Get them while they last. Come visit us in Beaver Creek and Middletown. You've got to see Burns. When you look at your trees, do you see dead or hanging branches? Are leaves turning yellow or falling off? If your trees don't look healthy or if you're worried that they may be unsafe, call the tree care professionals at Arbor Experts, a locally owned and operated tree care company staffed with ISA certified arborists serving Greater Dayton. Visit their website at arbor-experts.com or call them at 937-233-4118. That's Arbor Experts at 233-4118. Is your company a member of Dayton Defense? If not, sign up today and join this fast-growing organization making a difference for your business. Learn how you can benefit from being a member. This is Deborah Gross inviting you to check us out at DaytonDefense.org. You'll be glad you did. As a parent myself, keeping my family safe is huge, and I know it is for you, too. We've doubled down here on WHIO and News Center 7 to relay any credible threats, scams, and activity that could involve security breaches at schools here in the Miami Valley throughout the day, on air and by push alert. Depend on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO when it counts. Hey, Javon, do me a favor and call down and see if McCall can come by and see us this morning. Okay, let's check out the updated weather forecast from McCall Wrighthag. You may see a few passing sprinkles early this morning, otherwise just partly sunny skies. Temperatures will climb to about 84 degrees this afternoon. Scattered showers and thunderstorms expected to develop. Severe threat not anticipated, but heavy rain, gusty winds, and lightning would be something to look out for. Later on tonight, we'll watch everything coming to an end, and clouds will stick with us. We fall to about 67 degrees. For your day tomorrow, partly sunny, hot, and humid, 89 degrees, an isolated pop-up storm possible. Heat index values are what it will feel like in the low 90s. I'm meteorologist McCall Vrydags in the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. A current scan of the new live Doppler HG7 radar shows overcast sky conditions. We've got a little bit of sun beginning to peak up. Up over our eastern horizon, it's 71 degrees in downtown Dayton. It is 69 in Springboro and 68 in Eaton. On the station that you depend on for weather, traffic and garden talk, AM 1290 and News 95.7, WHIO. It's an Ask the Experts weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news weather and traffic station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Don't forget, Garden Talk starts every Saturday morning at 6 a.m. Eastern. We run till the wonderful hour of 9 o'clock, and we're here to help you have the best yard garden and landscape ever. Um, There's not many shows that you can get the expert analysis and information that you can get 
here on Garden Talk. And what we love to do is hear your voices at 457-1290. And without further ado, we're going to be back on the Horticultural Hotline with Mr. Rich Pearson. And uh, go on, Rich, with what you were sharing with our listeners with uh, water management and landscape management in the summertime. Okay, well, we were talking about trees and shrubs, Mm -hmm. newly planted ones, and that same inch per inch of rainfall per week applies here. A really easy way to deliver this in in a kind of measurable amount, everybody has a four-gallon bucket or two laying around, or they're only a uh, they're a minimal amount if you get a new one. Right. Put a little eighth-inch hole in the bottom of it, and depending on the size of your uh, tree trunk, you know, the caliper of your tree trunk um, that's newly planted, one or two of those filled to the top and set right at the uh, edge of the base of the tree will deliver adequate moisture for a week to keep the root system alive, and that should be done... For the at least for the first year and preferably for the second year as well, um, because it is after all all about the root system for the health of the, the tree. And for smaller plants like shrubs, you don't need that much. So milk jugs work very well, or if people buy water in gallon jugs. Those can be kept and reused, and do the same thing. Put a small hole in the bottom and set it right next to the the plant, and the idea is the very slow release of water right to the base of the plant. You don't have to worry about dragging a hose all the way out there and letting it trickle for a prescribed amount of time. You can just fill these up, place them, and when they're empty, go back and collect them, and they're no longer in the landscape. Uh, A little unsightly for the brief time they're going to be out there, but it really does work. It reuses things that we have around the house. And it makes sure that we deliver the right amount of uh, water to the plant. Right. And so, Rich, what that what you're basically doing is delivering the right amount of water at the right amount of time at the lowest rate possible to provide the maximum effect. Mr. Rich. There you go. Mr. Rich, as always, thank you, thank you, thank you. I will talk to you very soon in the Garden Talk blog chat room. And you have yourself a great Saturday, sir. Well, thank you, and you do the same. Take care, sir. Bye-bye. Well, folks, that'll wrap it up for hour number one. Do not let your gardening hearts go out of trouble because two more hours of Garden Talk still lie ahead. We'd love to hear your voices today at 457-1290 as we continue with this week's edition of Garden Talk on AM 1290 and News 95.7. W-H-I-O. From our downtown Dayton McAfee Heating and Air Studios, W-H-I-O AM Dayton, W-H-I-O FM Pleasant Hill, a Cox Media Group station.